Hello and welcome to another episode of Startup Hustle Middle East. Today we have Marwan over here. You guys might know him better as DJ Bliss. Uh, Marwan's an entrepreneur. He's a DJ. And uh, also he's got his own YouTube channel and Instagram. So he's quite a, a social media influencer out here in Dubai. So, um, he's, he's not got one. He's got two yeah. YouTube channels. <laughs> Why did I do that? Because one with 90,000 subscribers is not enough. Yeah. So... So we're going to uh, find out a little bit about uh, Marwan's journey as an entrepreneur and uh, maybe some tips about social media mm-hmm. and how to promote uh, your personal brand on social. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, whatever you guys want to know, I'm here to answer the question. But that was a good... I, I don't know why I did it. In <laughs> retrospect, I want to go back, but it's yep. too late to press the undo button now. <laughs> yeah. So we will link up the uh, YouTube channels and his Instagram profiles and... Uh, all the links to all the businesses um, that he's a part of and that he owns. Um, so on the YouTube channels, there is DJ Bliss mm-hmm. vlogs as well as the Life of Bliss. Yeah. And you've you've recently let's just talk a little bit about the YouTube channel before we get into um, your entrepreneurial journey. So you want to focus DJ Bliss vlogs a lot more on the DJ. Uh, DJing content yeah I, I think that was really the idea behind it it's kind of like I think people were like wondering why is this DJ like doing like uh, you know vlog style videos life, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and it made sense for me but I think uh, people might have not really uh, you know clicked with it or understood it that well so and also I was kind of like losing um, a lot of the uh, the space that I would usually use for my DJ stuff Mm-hmm. filling it with like this daily vlog style videos as well so i thought maybe it's a better idea to do uh, that start a new channel uh people were telling me about the algorithm issues that were going on i really felt like i was being like um you know affected by it mm-hmm. and then the last thing is i had a baby so i thought you know <laughs> if i start a new channel family style vlog and this would kind of be the the place where i would do all of that stuff um so i started it and i didn't want to tell people i was gonna you know i didn't want to do ticking the boxes and i think sid would know like what i'm talking about yeah uh, regular upload uh, length of a video mm. uh, clickbait title thumbnail and all that stuff you know i'm like sure. not really that interested in that side of uh, youtube so Neither i'm really am I. yeah I about it a lot <laughs> which you're, is why we don't have a million subscribers <laughs> <laughs> both of us <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I mean, still, man, ninety thousand subscribers is no small feat. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I, I personally think that I mean, you know, I did a lot of like collabs with uh, sort of like vloggers, but I do think today, like in in retrospect, I think it doesn't matter if you have ninety or a hundred or a million subscribers if your engagement is not good and people are not uh, really um, watching your videos. Mm-hmm. I actually lose subscribers every time I post videos on on my DJ Bliss vlog channel. It's a, Seriously? It's a, yeah, whenever I leave it, like I'm just like building, 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 and then I post something and boom, just goes down. That's mm-hmm. so strange. Yeah, it, basically I did a competition, right? So a lot of people came over for a competition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Is that how you started your channel? No, I so I did this like way, uh, way later. So I did a competition and you can win an iPhone and, um, and then I gave away the phone, but I don't think people really know that i've done the giveaway already even though it's like a year and a half ago i still get somebody who come and write hey can i win the phone <laughs> oh really okay. so i every time i upload a video they're like why am i subscribed over here you know they probably mm-hmm. forgot that they just uh what do you call them like internet trolls like you know they just mm-hmm. like subscribing to channels just to uh, yeah mm-hmm. um and i think every time like you know i upload they're like 
who is this guy again? <laughs> Why are we here? And then unsubscribe. Okay. But, but that I mean, sucks, look, if I'm if if I'm not uploading, I guess people are watching some of my older content as like you know being recommended and it's doing well. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, algorithm and all that mm-hmm. stuff is it plays a big part in it. No, but uh, I watched some of your vlogs and. Um, Man, you have some good content. Thank like you. you're yeah. you're a good uh, YouTuber. Thank you. So this coming from a YouTuber himself. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not much of a YouTuber. I appreciate watcher. the I appreciate <laughs> the effort and the art that goes into it. Yeah. So yeah. You, know. you would you would appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you probably also know because I watch your stuff. Your stuff is great. It's edited well, and you know, it's it's great quality content. But we, it's a different world on YouTube. Mm. It's it's I don't know to to a certain yeah. degree. I mean, we may. I don't want to say it's not for you and me, you know, that's for the kids, but there's adults doing good content as well. It's just a matter of trying to figure out, you know, who you Your are niche. and what you do. Yeah, and just kind of like, you know, going with it. And I mean, I'm pretty authentic with what I do. You're pretty authentic with what you do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so now the question is whether we, you know, have Fake an audience. <laughs> yeah. And also whether are we going to like, uh, yeah, like you said, clickbait? Or are we going to change who we are to what we do? Or do we just ride with some people or most people say, listen, just do you, be authentic. And if mm-hmm. people are going to buy into it, they're going to buy into it. Sure, we got to do a little something. We can't just, you know, have a great video and put a bad thumbnail or title and expect it to do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to go as far as clickbaiting, but you have to attract people. It's like a advertising board, you know, like one of the telecommunication companies say, hey, 200 gigabytes now for 100 dirhams. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. what is this? Then you go in there and you find out that, you know. Yeah. It's a scam. <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> um, I check all of his videos and give him feedback on, yeah, that's true. you know, the edits and things. No. Even the really like, long like tech videos and stuff <laughs> i'm not that o- i'm not the audience did you see the way she said long tech yeah videos? long, long tech yeah videos. yeah and like recently he put up a video uh, about the new tesla and yeah. i was like listen like i really <laughs> don't care about it but honestly when i watched that video i was like oh it was interesting to see what's yeah. Going on. What is it? The new Model X. Model Y. Model Y. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, my yeah. wife. My wife actually started her own vlog. No way. Yeah. How and many? she makes me wa- watch it. <laughs> she's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, <laughs> and the thing is, does like, she do her own edit? Yeah, she's actually editing herself as well. Wow. Oh, that's cool. She was awesome. like begging me to use my editors, and I kind of like told her it's not possible because we're super busy. And then she like, she asked me a couple of questions about editing because you know I know how to edit as well. I just don't you don't have the time to do it. Mm-hmm. She asked me a couple of questions and I answered it for her and then she googled it and she researched it and she went on a trip with her girlfriends and like now she's got like four or five episodes out. <laughs> wow, on, cool. nice. Yeah. We should link up to her channel as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always be plugging. Yeah. Yep. So I understand what's like uh I guess like you know, I don't know. I don't know. You got to maybe help me answer this question. Are people who we know a good critique of what we do like i personally think no because i think people who like us and are so close to us sure sometimes they'll tell us you know i don't think it's honest enough really it just boils down to whether we're getting the followers or not and whether we're landing the brand deals and uh, people are buying into our content i mm-hmm. think um you know like i'm a like analytics guy (laughs) you know like i'll look into the analytics and i'll see what's performing well and what's not so usually audience retention is a good indication that you're making a good video yeah right so um i think uh, you know sometimes like the algorithm will mess up and it just won't promote your video at all and then your video is finished but 
I think uh, when you look at the analytics and you see that watch time is uh, on average like 50%, 60%, yeah. I think that's a pretty good indication that you're making a good video. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but his question is, do you trust the feedback of the people around you as no, well? No, I know it's or biased. Or just look at the numbers? No, I think I'm pretty honest with my feedback. Okay, so there's maybe there's have, some things that are objective. Like, uh, <laughs> but I'm not there. On a WhatsApp conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I think I think I'm a pretty honest. Like I'm not going to be like everything Sid does is yeah. amazing. I mean, I, I, the reason why I ask it because when I was doing my videos, you know, my wife was super supportive, and I, she wasn't mm. like supportive of everything I did. But now, when she's doing her videos and I'm watching it, like I'm like. Do I really be honest about it? I mean, I'm not her target audience anyways, right? Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, what Sid's saying is like, you need to look at the numbers. That's what yeah. really makes sense. Because your friends always hype you up no matter what, right? Yeah. Yeah, or sometimes, um, you know, you just don't know yet your groove. It takes a while to like get into your groove. I know like my first few videos sucked. Yeah. That I just put them up anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, now when I look back at it, I'm like, wow, like there's been a, it there's a learning curve to it. That you understand what works when you watch other YouTubers yeah. as well. I mean, so. the, the general rule is it's about the destination. Uh, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. journey so, you know, yeah. if you didn't make those videos, I don't think you would have learned to do them better. Or, For sure. Yeah. But, but I also think that there's a lot of randomness to it all. Mm. Um, I'm more of an Instagram user, but with YouTube, like one of his videos that's performed really well is this place in India called Lavasa mm -hmm. that has like this video has like 200,000 views or 260 it got like 250,000 views like randomly yeah. and it's because people are searching for Lavasa but we would never think yeah. that people are searching for this offbeat resorty hill station kind of place in India and that video has done really well so I think there's a lot of randomness <laughs> yeah. to, so to it all as well somehow yeah. that video just ended up ranking on YouTube and uh, like every day I get a couple of thousand views on it. Like, you know, because right? yeah. people are like searching for it as if like uh, a desk. It's like saying um, Fujera Resort or yeah, something yeah, and yeah. you like rank, you know? Mm, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so I have to go there to get a, <laughs> <laughs> to get the recommendations from you. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some of your videos go viral as well. Yeah. I have a couple there. I mean, they're not, they're not like, uh, it's not a surprise, you know, it's mm. like, uh, you know, the rich billionaire of Dubai, yeah. Like it was all your music videos, even. Yeah, I mean, well, the music video was uh, was heavily promoted by the mm. brand, so that's that's why it did well. But vlog wise, I mean, my top three videos are either about this, uh, you know, billionaire guy from Dubai. It's about a car, or I don't know, something that like you know related to uh, an incident that happened. But, mm -hmm. Okay. It, mm -hmm. Like I said, I mean. I knew those were gonna do well. I guess mm -hmm. people are curious about curious those about things. that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So sometimes I know a video. I feel a video is gonna do well, and it doesn't do that well. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then sometimes I, I I don't expect a video to do well at all, and it like just yeah. That's, so that's there is randomness to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, that's happened to me about four hundred and twenty-seven times. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, so, daily vlogging for a while too, for like a yeah, good. Man. Uh, Four or five, four months, I'd say I was uh, daily vlogger. I know, I don't know how you did it. Yeah. I don't know how, like, people like Casey and Mo Vlogs and stuff, yeah. like, I don't know how they do it, man. Yeah, There's some I mean, serious uh, uh, commitment. Yeah, Mo's been doing it for for three a long years. time, yeah. yeah. More than, I think more than three years. He's wow. been doing it for a long time. Casey kind of stopped, and now I, I don't yeah. think his stuff is as good as it used to be. Like, his stuff mm. before used to be so much better. I don't think it's. Uh, it's I love good. his craft, though. You really like, think so? You didn't like his Burger King video? <laughs> Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. It was, I mean, you know, 
it, it's typical it was a typical casey video uh, yeah I and mean, he did get you because of what the title was when you go in and what he says it was cool yeah. but that's one in like a lot of videos that uh mm. he, he's lost me for sure as a I was hooked on Casey. Like, I wanted to know what he's going to do next. Even when he wasn't daily vlogging. Yeah. Mm. That whole 368 thing. And then, like, just, mm. but I just kind of, like, I just kind of lost it somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. You don't feel that way? Um, uh, of course, dude. Like, when I think when somebody uploads daily, you connect with that person in a different way yeah. versus when you, you know, once they, when, when they put up something once a week. Yeah. Like, you just don't have that same yeah, connection, yeah, right? You're right. Yeah. And I think that's it. what uh, daily vloggers, um, or daily content and that's what i think like um, when it comes to the business side of things as well mm -hmm. like i think it's important to continuously like you know keep your brand out there otherwise yeah. mm -hmm. you know people lose they forget about you like yeah. if you're not active for like a month then people will be like oh this guy yeah he used yeah. to do something yeah, yeah, yeah. out of sight out yeah, of mind true, kind yeah. of thing. um so what came first your youtube channels and social media presence mm -hmm. or your business um I, I started my YouTube channel a long time ago and I'm like finding more and more videos that I used to record. Like I, the other day I found a video of when I did my first radio show ever in mm -hmm. 2002. Mm. Uh, and I was recording like vlog style. It's crazy. I'm like, all right, this is the office and look, this is what I, yo guys, I'm about to go live. Like I'm literally just talking like, content wise and i'm finding loads of videos like that that uh back in 2002 that's yeah crazy. so i kind of did like a day in the life of video like a really good one like which we could say it's vlog style in 2010 like mm -hmm. i put out a or 2009 i put out a video and it was like if you watch it it's a vlog mm -hmm. um and then followed by um and i think at that time yeah so that was around the time i did that i was posting stuff on youtube before but it was mainly like you know all my djing gigs if i was doing anything like that mm -hmm. um and then I started the company, I think, in 2010. Mm -hmm. um, initially, it was just very small. It was just to manage my bookings and the parties that I was doing. Um, and then a few years later, we started doing the DJ booking agency. And then I started like a re production house, like a re sound recording studio and uh, video production as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I had this villa in Jamaica Beach Road that I was paying like loads of rent for. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I realized that I don't really need to, I think like spending money on rent is like uh, just throwing money away. Yeah. So today I kind of like focused more on a few of the things. I, so really just focused on, oh yeah, then I had the barbershop at uh, some point, which was about five years ago as well. Uh, by total chance, total coincidence. Mm -hmm. um, today I focused on the barbershop and then 401 Nights are events that we do and then Select as a talent agency. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of like the three most important things that I do and the other time the com the team spends on like my stuff, which is my bookings and uh, touring and some of the videos that I do. Mm -hmm. um, my music as well, which is uh, like pretty important and like set priority for that as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just kind of like started small, grew 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 fast i wanted to do everything and you know i wanted to be a part of everything and i wanted to have like i had like so many people working for me and it was it's so tough so then i decided just to kind of like cut down and focus on the most important things and that's what i did today okay so um right now there is this uh, mentality with uh, entrepreneurs that um it's good to have like an umbrella company so something like bliss inc yeah. uh, at the top mm -hmm. and then a lot of companies under that that kind of complement each other well so you're kind of diversifying your risk yeah but you're saying that in some ways that's worked for you but in some ways you've scaled back as well yeah. so what are the challenges of having a ton of side hustles within 
mm-hmm. a company and like i mean can you tell us a little bit about the story yeah i mean in a nutshell it's just you you have to be on top of your business mm-hmm. you know you can't expect other people to run your business and feel uh, any sort of emotional attachment that they're going to run this business like it was their own because mm-hmm. it's not their own um, unless you incentivize them so the lesson i learned was uh, to kind of like make sure i'm there and I know how many things I can look after and I knew like I can only look after a certain amount of things mm-hmm. uh, because I was still cu- interested in pursuing my music career and taking it international and as a DJ um, mm-hmm. and I was doing this you know content as well mm-hmm. so I'm like I can really I really only have time to look after these things so I'm going to focus on that until I make them perfect and then if I'm going to get into anything new it will be after I've uh, mastered these uh, things and the two or three things that I couldn't do anymore like the studio or the production house you know, I realized that it was a it was a tough business, it's a cutthroat business, and you know, um, I tried several times to sort of uh, you know hire people to run it, but it just wasn't working. So I just mm-hmm. kind of like, I think you should just not be afraid to do that. You know, I'm not afraid to try things and failing. And mm-hmm. you know, the first song that I put out was terrible, but it landed me the next song. Uh, the vlogs, you know, I did it for so long. You know, I haven't seen really any money that's come out of it in terms of AdSense. Like, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. really pe- peanuts if we if we really look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was even daily vlogging and people were like, yo, what are you doing? You know, you're like, you're DJ Bliss. You're out in the clubs like doing, you have a reputation. What are you doing making these videos and getting like 400, 500,000 views on these videos? I'm like, mm. no, I love doing it and I'm not afraid to fail. And I think that mentality is what you really need to have. Um, so I don't mind, I don't, I don't mind failing. I don't mind uh, doing things wrong because I want to learn how to do it right. Yeah. But... Uh it's easy to say that it's okay to fail if you have a safety net, right? Like, I mean, did you have a safety net? And that's why it was okay to be like, okay, the production house is not working. Let's yeah. move on to, to something else. Or do you just have a lot of belief in yourself? Um, no, I mean, the safety net is just that you have, you know, uh, you, you have uh, money, you have cash to, to blow. And at the time, I did have it. You know, I was doing like well in my other businesses. But okay. like I said, it doesn't mean that just because I had it that I should have, uh, you know, done that. I should have been a little bit more careful maybe to not lose it. Because, you know, I lost, I lost a lot of money in a couple of years of just kind of expanding too quick and then okay. you know um and then as you know some of the other businesses got worse then there wasn't enough to support the other ones too mm-hmm. um and i just planned things a lot better now and even like like i said the office it was just it was showing off i had this office on beach road there was a sign outside mm. that said bliss inc it was cool like a few people would call me yo just drove past your signboard mm-hmm. it was cool but it was an expensive cool thing to have you know so yeah. i'm like you know Kind of yeah. like uh, the last time the landlord put the rent up, I'm like, this is it. Like, this is done. <laughs> but uh, that was a cool office, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it in a video as well. That was cool. I remember seeing it in your video, and then I remember driving past it, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool office. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it plays a part in landing certain kinds of clients and everything, but at the end of the day, you have to weigh out yeah. how much of a value it's adding versus yeah. the expense. Yeah, it was too it. It was too expensive. I, I used to live there. That's the story. Mm. So I moved there in the peak of the recession, and got the best deal ever on a three-bedroom villa on the Jumeirah Beach Road. It was amazing. And at that time, the hotel wasn't in front of us. I could walk across straight to the beach. Wow. Nice. Um, it was great. And then I lived there for two years. And then in the second year, I started to have some people working. So I'd like literally wake up, brush my teeth, walk outside. And it was my living room was the office. And as the team got bigger, I'm like, this is just getting a little too crazy. So yeah. I kind of moved out. Then, uh, like I said, because it was at the peak of the recession, the landlord was able to put the rent up every year, every year, every year until like one day I was like, this is like 
this mm. doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it doesn't anymore. make sense. And it just kind of, everything kind of worked out as well. I was moving my barbershop to another location and then the place I was leaving, they're like, no, you can stay. We'll give you a good rent here. I'm like, this sounds like a good deal. Okay. And I kind of have all my businesses around where I live too. So everything is like super like five, 10 minutes uh, radius from each other. Okay. Awesome. That's great. That helps. Yeah. So uh, why the, the barbershop? Like what made you decide to start that? crazy story so my barber that i was going to for like five years and i was working in i, I don't know if you guys know i used to work in tv in dubai one tv yes mm-hmm. i had like three shows over there so the barber i'd go to like for five years was like i'm leaving the country i'm like why he's like uh the shop's closing the business is not doing well so i'm like dude you can't leave i'm like who, who am i who's gonna do my beard like, <laughs> yeah i don't care about you leaving <laughs> like, but who's gonna shape this beard? yeah seriously it was like you know i used to, like, <laughs> I used to go there twice a week and he's like well i don't know i'm like well this is a guy gonna sell the place he's like no the guy ran away and it's the business is done it's like game over i'm like oh my god so then i'm like dude what if i open a shop like you know would you uh stay he's like yeah i guess so then i started looking around for shop and i put a deposit on this new store like uh that was uh it was brand new like just an empty store and i showed him the place i'm like yeah it's good it's pretty cool but then like a couple of weeks later, a friend of mine is like, yo, there's a barbershop for sale. And it's like down the road from the office. I'm like, what? I'm like, let's go check it out. So we went and checked With it all out. All the equipment. All the equipment, there. everything oh, in nice. there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we went there, we checked it out. It was a pretty good deal. And I'm like, yo, this is much better. So I got rid of the other place. I mm-hmm. took this place and we started. And literally with no plan or no investment ready like you know it's like just pump i'm gonna pump money in it as we need for the first three months it was literally just that one barber working in there until we got the second barber three months later mm-hmm. um and then yeah with i mean it was it was a it was a le- good learning process for me you know mm-hmm. now i learned a lot about uh, you know businesses that are not within my scope of work or my comfort zone mm-hmm. um and it was a tough first two three years but they say usually businesses take two three years to kind of like yeah uh, yeah yeah. start doing well and then we got some good press we had like celeb- a couple of celebrity uh guests came in will smith was like one of them who really helped us with the pushing the brand and That's it kind of so just cool. took off from there yeah we had like then we how had, did you how did you manage to do that somebody just randomly contacted us really yeah that is amazing we thought it was like your tv past days no not at all not at all it's actually more more than anything i i do a thing called the vision board and I put a picture of him on my vision board. And this is, yeah. You have a vision board. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, he was, wow. and he's on it. Hey, do you think it works? Well, he was on it, and then he showed up at, <laughs> oh my God. at my barber shop. I, I you must a, be the first guy to admit who has a vision board. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed, no, honestly. I think lots of people have vision boards. You don't have a vision board? I have a mental vision board. Okay. <laughs> but I think, do you have a physical vision board? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had pictures and everything on it. And by the way, 80, 80%... Of the stuff I put up there, all came true. That is pretty awesome, yeah. actually. Oh, Literally, no, we should like, have a vision uh, board. yeah, maybe we should have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? You you know what you want in life, right? Mm. But you you forget. Like you're not gonna wake up tomorrow and remember what you want. However, if you woke up every day and looked at you know the Doors and the Beatles and Red Hot Chili Pepper and the Beatles, mm. you know what's on that wall, right? Mm-hmm. If yeah. I told you, like, what's on this wall behind you right now? Yeah. Okay. Without looking, tell me. Yeah, I know. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Beatles. And then what else is what else is up here? My guitars. Yeah. Right. 
So Even I can tell you, I don't spend much time <laughs> in this man cave well, room, the, but I can tell well, you. Well, there you go, right? Yeah. A physical presence makes it a difference. A physical presence, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. If you close your eyes, you can picture what's on that wall. Okay. It's the same thing with the vision board, right? So you know what you want, and if you put it up somewhere and look at it every day, you won't forget about what you want. And then you know, kind of the universe yeah. plays a little bit of a role in it. You make the effort, and, uh, yeah. and the yeah. rest is just... Uh, I think that works, man. Cool. We haven't got that as a tip yet on Startup Hustle Medias <laughs> before. <laughs> but I, but I think People that's think a good People think I'm crazy one. when I talk about it, but it's, it's true. No, and no, no. I, 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 think I buy into it for sure. Yeah. I do. It's just something that I haven't really implemented. But yeah, but yeah I have a mental vision board and <laughs> goals and stuff. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a value. Like what happens with us is we usually go on a holiday. Mm-hmm. And before we come back from the holiday, we kind of like decide, okay, like these are our goals for the next six months. Yeah. And inevitably, 80% of the time, I'd say it works out. Just because we've set a goal, you know, like if we don't think about it or think about doing it, it doesn't happen. So Yeah, this podcast was decided on a holiday. Yeah, we were like, uh, we should, um, you know. Create some content together. We should create some content together and also uh, figure out a way to um, connect with other people who are entrepreneurs. Yeah. Because yeah. you learn so much from yeah. other people. Yeah, yeah. So that's what the whole idea behind the podcast yeah, I mean, that's, that's really uh, the, the basis of what I'm speaking about. I mean, everyone knows it. Everyone... Everyone wants to be successful. Everyone wants certain things, you know. But what what do you do to to go out and get it? You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's it really requires like uh, hard work and yeah, persistence and consistence all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious. Uh, do you think being an Emirati, mm-hmm. uh, there are some advantages of uh, starting your own business? Um, do you have more resources available to you? Do you think it's different at all? Uh, it's not really different um, in that sense. Like, w- there's no special privileges. The only thing there is, and I'm not sure if this is available to everyone or just in Monarchy, there's a, like a, a SME program which you can go and uh, they ha- they kind of help you set up for the first uh, year. And that's how I started Blissync as well. So they give you like a, a deal to start your business, a cheaper license uh, fee, and then like a desk space or office space at a much preferred rate. But after you pass I think two years or three years they don't apply anymore so I'm past that so there's not really much difference to be honest with you like you can go start the same business that I could and there's no extra benefits or anything like that Mm -hmm. not that I know of really well what you talk about with the license and the setup I think that's available to non-Emiratis as well yeah no they get they get a discounted rate right ah okay they do that's what he's saying. They get a cheaper rate than what we would get. I, I'm not sure if it's available. It's it's basically uh, it, it might be only for Emiratis, but it's a, like a, it's a small to medium enterprise, and you can't have like a hundred of those businesses. You can't have like yeah. uh, okay. It's like a startup uh, help. But do they fund you? Like, do they do they give you capital? I haven't I haven't been funded. I know there is a capital uh, funding program but Mm -hmm. i haven't been a part of that my brothers had a restaurant business that they started uh, a while more years ago now um Mm -hmm. and they were they got funded by it yeah but um again i mean there's funding programs for anyone like there's i think something in abu dhabi where you can send in your ideas and it can get funded too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay okay Okay. yeah so uh, so not very different from other entrepreneurs who are looking to raise capital or yeah i mean (laughs) i guess you still have to pitch it to the government right yeah 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 i'm definitely i mean like i said i haven't for me i haven't 
uh, been a part of anything except for when we started um, and they wanted me to work out of the office there and I couldn't so I think after a year or two I kind of like just uh, parted ways mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of just to help you start up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah which is a great thing for the name of the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so we were talking about beats and cuts and mm-hmm. uh, you started off with one barber yeah. who's your barber who yeah. you didn't want to let go of yeah. I mean you see him twice a week mm-hmm. that's important um, but how did you decide to do it like almost like a remixed version of a barbershop because you see how I used remix yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because um, because with beats and cuts it's a lot about not just a close shave but it's also about the experience of it all yeah so, so I mean the music element was really important um, even though uh, you know I don't spend as much time as I'd like to on the music but you go in there and there's definitely like way cooler music than you'd hear in any other barbershop mm-hmm. um, and then you know the you never know what celebrities you're gonna bump into over there as well there's literally like celebrities come in through all the time we had like Jay Sean there last week nice uh, we have like local celebrities like all the YouTubers and Instagrammers who come through um, Will Smith was a big part of our success and then like the boxers Badu Jack comes in and mm. uh, so it's kind of was it was mainly it was about just kind of hearing good beats and getting good cuts but now we kind of like developed uh, a speciality so the fade is really uh, big right now you know like, yeah. like fade on the side and then like um, a lot of people come to us for that and uh, I see like shapes and everything as well. Like we haven't star. gone into that yet. No. Okay. I saw that on the website. <laughs> there's a little star shaped face. Not only that, there's like people drawing faces like yeah. on hair. That it's is crazy. Insane. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's so, cool. I mean it's 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 a it's a culture thing. The barbershops, I don't know. When I started it, there wasn't really much going on in the barber world. Mm. Like yeah. when I started my you know, hip hop parties or uh, suddenly, as soon as I start doing it, like just I don't know, maybe it's I wasn't aware of it. Like barbershop popping up out of everywhere, <laughs> people trying to steal my barbers and like copy what we're doing and open up close by and like so many things like that going on. And I like a lot of our barbers are being like you know poached by poached, other okay. barbershop as well. It's a it's a tough business, but you learn to kind of just you know go with the flow and mm-hmm. you can't be emotional about every situation you know people come and go and you just got to try to have a best situation for your business and staff and hope for the best mm-hmm. cool so would you uh, are you thinking of scaling it up is it doing well that you want to open more i don't want to open any more um I mean, there is definitely opportunity to to open maybe another one, but I think you know I want Beats and Cuts to kind of be. I don't want it to be a franchise brand. Okay. Um, at least not for now, until I you know until yeah. unless I'm in a position where I'm absolutely able to look over it and uh, make sure the brand is uh, uh, taken care of well. I don't want it to be like another one of those franchise barbershop brands. You know, I want it mm. to be like a special location. Yeah, that that makes it seem a lot more authentic as well, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 So I wanted to check with you. Um, the reason I started my YouTube channel was yeah. to promote my business. Yeah. So w- what was the thought process? And uh, has it really affected your business or your personal brand, your social media? Uh, mm. Well, the reason why I started my YouTube channel was really to build my YouTube channel to put out my own uh, music and my own content. Because my, my background is radio and TV and mm. DJing. So I thought if I can build up my YouTube channel, then I don't need the radio, I don't need the TV, and I, can, I don't even need... Um, the record company anymore either so it was really that was the idea behind it so pretty similar to what you're saying Mm -hmm. Um, 
did I achieve exactly what I wanted? No. Has it helped? Absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, the opportunity to be able to do all of this is kind of like open eyes to, uh, you know, key people or uh, or even, you know, being over here right now. It wouldn't have happened if I wasn't doing the YouTube. Yeah, right? true. If I was just on Instagram, I don't know if they, I would be here having this interview with you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has helped. Um, would I have liked it to be better? Yes. I wonder if we ask Casey Neistat that question. I'm sure he can. He'll probably say yes. So, you know, I don't know if he's sure. content with what he has. I don't think anybody's content. Like, you There's know, room to grow, tomorrow yeah. somebody who's just started off YouTube will be like, "Oh man, this guy's complaining about having ninety thousand subscribers and getting yeah. thousands of views in a video." Yeah, like, you I, know, it's all relative. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm definitely that person who's never content with. Uh, you know, I always want more. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I wonder if, like, I was newer stars and I had like the biggest follower in the Middle East, would I still? Oh, I want more. Mm. <laughs> so, in your vision board, do you have like the goal? play button or the platinum whatever. no i, I didn't no no i didn't I, I <laughs> maybe mean, you have one that. right yeah i got one yeah you, you have a gold one. play button yeah now is it gold i can't remember silver 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 silver, silver yeah. gold gold is for a million I for think. a million yeah and and silver is for 100k hundred thousand yeah. okay. subscribers okay cool. and then you get a diamond when you cross um 10 million is it 10 million yeah. 10 million yeah okay Crazy. you gotta put that diamond one on your vision <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my man. goal was to get a, a silver play button last year, but yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah. So I'm still far, far How away. How far? I just said twenty four thousand. Yeah. But you get. I mean, look. Like I said, I really think it's changed my perception. I mean, at my old place that I used to live, because I just moved like about a year ago, I wrote on the wall in front of me one million subscribers. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as a goal, it makes more sense. If I wrote a hundred thousand subscribers, because I think once you reach a hundred thousand subscribers, and I'm talking about organically with mm. like uh, real good uh, engaged followers, Audience. yeah, the road from a hundred to a million is going to be so easy. Mm. I think yeah. getting to a hundred is the hard part, yeah. especially today. Yeah, I mean, I remember with Sid getting to his first hundred was a lot more difficult than getting to his first thousand, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like uh and getting to a hundred subscribers 10, was really hard it took like six months yeah of putting content up all the time and yeah, then you're like a right? hundred yeah. subscribers and i remember being so happy when i got hundred subscribers you know yeah. and 20 of them were and family. then uh, <laughs> like and then uh it took like four or five months to get to a thousand subscribers so i 10 x in yeah. in like the next uh six months yeah right? And then from a thousand to ten thousand, it was another like Couple six or seven ago. months. Yeah. yeah. So I think some businesses also operate like startups operate similarly. High growth mm. startups, mm. you know, the first to get the first users. few users is really difficult. That's what happened with the jar card as well. Like, I remember there was a, day, a time when when we got one booking on our website. I don't know if you know, but we own a car, car rental yeah, booking yeah. engine. Yeah. yeah. So I remember when we used to get one booking in a, uh, you know, in a, um, a week or whatever, we used to be like excited, like, yeah, oh, somebody yeah. actually used our platform, mm-hmm. you know, to like yeah. book a car. Now it happens a lot more, but of course you want, you know, that growth trajectory. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a tough one, like I said, but honestly, and I was I was talking to uh, some YouTubers about this uh, the other day. I'm like, I really just want a nice little fan base of people who I who can watch what I'm doing, give me some good feedback. And, and yeah, I would rather have like twenty 
thousand good ones than to have this other channel with ninety thousand. Which mm. I, don't, I don't know. They're just sitting around like they literally still write. Yo, can I can I win the iPhone? I'm like, <laughs> mm, yeah. So you think uh, the the the, the issue was the... Um, uh, doing the giveaway? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think people came there for uh, for for winning just the iPhone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what they came for. Um, I thought it was pretty smart. Like when I, t uh, that's how I discovered you, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I follow, I follow more vlogs video. So. Yeah. I'm still a subscriber <laughs> and I still watch some of your stuff. So, oh, so you got one, one loyal <laughs> fan. <laughs> yeah, one, one of 20,000. Yeah. So I literally have tried everything You've and then, with it yeah. Quite a bit, yeah. So, yeah. and then I tried to get all the, you know, YouTubers on there as well. Um, yeah, it's, I've seen you collaborate with like pretty much all the big yeah, YouTubers in the band. All like, uh, you know, at least like visually seeing, I mean, Again, you know, the people who would be interested in your content or my content might not be the same people who are interested in, you know, their content either. That's so true, that's a little yeah. tricky when it comes to that as well. Yeah, yeah and I think um, like we are like at least for me, I'm I'm a little bit I I make more a little bit more mature content. Yeah. Like I I, yeah. I I can't cater to like the nine year old. You know, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have some things to say off camera also <laughs> about some some people using very graphic clickbaity pictures, thumbnails. <laughs> but okay. that'll be off camera. But anyway about see uh, now if we talked about what you want to talk about on camera that's gonna get <laughs> sit to, to that 100k <laughs> i'm just letting you know the truth yeah. true story like the problem is it's got to be borderline edgy right yeah. nobody wants yeah nobody yeah. wants to see a life that they can live nobody wants to talk see you talk about things that they can talk about they want it to be edgy they want it to be oh my god can you believe what she said oh my god what is he gonna do like yeah. no but don't you think uh, the people that want edgy content are a younger demographic as well no but anybody right like uh it's more fun to see somebody's life who's uh uh, who's uh, aspirational or crazy or like yeah. Yeah, you know mean, yeah, entertaining it's it's entertainment at the end of the day youtube yeah. is uh, entertainment people go on youtube to be entertained or to yeah. learn those are the two things yeah, yeah. so i think no, uh, there, there is there i guess there is a little bit of a formula to it because like you said the three videos that you thought would do well were the ones that did you know yeah. with the richest kid in yeah. You know, you know the ones that did the best for me mm. are uh, informational vlogs. So I had a series called Living in Dubai, yeah, where I spoke about. So I knew my target market, and my target market was that I want to target people who are looking to move to Dubai. Yeah, they're considering Because moving to Dubai, or they're thinking about moving to Dubai. So, um, so I made a series of vlogs all about like how much does it cost to live in Dubai, what are salaries like in Dubai, yeah. where should you live in Dubai, and those kind of uh, videos. You know, those till now I sh I did them two years ago, and they still keep getting views because they rank in search. Yeah, mm. you know. So I think um, uh, on YouTube you need to have a mixed uh, strategy. You need to have some videos that are like for search. Yeah. That, that rank for search and then you need to have some videos that are just like your passion projects or yeah, your yeah. whatever yeah. Your, it suits you creatively uh, creatively or you know that kind yeah, of thing yeah. No, yeah. it makes total sense yeah. and again like nobody has the answer yeah yeah we have Everyone, a set of we're all figuring it out yeah everyone's trying to figure it out i think it, and i think honestly it's there's a different answer for every person right mm. uh there's there cannot be the answer if there was everyone would have figured it out i mean sure yeah. there is certain ways where you can get like You can jump on the bandwagon of something mm, that's going on. That's trending, yeah. yeah. I don't know, like, uh, you know, KSI, uh, 
and Logan Paul yeah. are fighting. You you make a video and call it uh, KSI Logan Paul fight, and people come. It might get picked up, but yeah. Yeah. that doesn't mean that that video is gonna. Someone might come in and be like, "Yo, they're sitting here talking about a podcast about businesses in Dubai, and the <laughs> title is KSI versus yeah. Logan yeah. Paul." It's yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't make yeah. sense, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a tricky one. Mm, so I have a question. Um, for an aspiring entrepreneur mm -hmm. how of course i think everyone's aware of the importance of social media and content marketing to promote their business but would you advise aspiring entrepreneurs to also focus on their personal brand um whether that's through youtube or podcast or being on the radio whatever uh speaking opportunities do you do you think that actually helps um give a boost to their business yeah absolutely i mean um it always helps if there's a you know a face associated to a brand you know and, and it, you look at it you it, historically it's worked as well right mm. steve jobs apple bill mm. gates microsoft mm. uh, the guy from google google <laughs> 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 what is his name <laughs> right now Sundar Pichai Tim, uh, yeah it changes right that's yeah. why but I mean who's yeah, Tim Cook Tim, Tim Cook is, new, is the CEO uh, of Apple now new Apple okay, yeah. Okay. yeah but yeah no, same but thing but if you look at Elon Musk he's not the best face for Tesla no he's I think great. he's the best no what but he's, he's a little bit weird like, he's weird but that's what makes him cool yeah like, yeah okay he's weird cool, there's actually. a science uh, there's science behind that for sure but I mean even like locally like you know when you think about MR yeah um, you know Mohammed Abbar yeah um, so yeah it definitely helps I think uh, mm -hmm. and I think uh, you know it's just more boxes to tick about how to promote the business and mm -hmm. uh, the more you are active you're able to you know promote what you do as well and yeah i think um, i don't think there's any harm in it i think it's mm. just beneficial yeah i mean from my point of view i think people like to buy from people yeah. rather than from a brand so yeah. uh I think that it helps to establish that relationship with a brand if you know the person behind the brand, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that, yeah, I just wanted to know from your point of view as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think everyone kind of feels uh, the same way about that. You want like a spokesperson who's going to come out and say something or... Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, people are also... It, it works without as well if it's done you know right mm -hmm. but i think generally they say they want people they want people to feel like uh um there's a human element to you yeah. know behind yeah. a, a brand and not so computerized yeah definitely um and in terms of like your business decisions uh, a lot of it feels uh, very uh personal and passion driven right like you're like okay i'll start these because i'm passionate about it and um, these aren't working because i can't give enough attention or i'm not that crazy passionate about it um but aside from intuition and gut um what are resources that you depend on to to learn about business to learn about new things to do with your business uh I mean, it could be people, it could be anything, but... Uh. It's mainly, I think it's probably mainly social media. You know, I really okay. keep an eye out on what people are doing. Mm -hmm. um, between that and then just Googling, you know, information about it or what to do or how things work. Mm -hmm. um, and I just try and make sure that, uh, you know, we're keeping innovative and, you know, uh, on top of... Uh, 
uh, the trends especially, you know, you want to kind of like keep going with the trends moving forward. And this goes across everything that I'm doing. I literally just, the other day after I finished DJing at 3.30 in the morning, I wrote this long message on the WhatsApp group for the events team. I'm like, this is what we need to do. Here's one, two, three, and we got to be, okay. be different. Here's a couple of tips. Um, generally, the ideas come from me. Um, you know, I, I see an opportunity when something's not right, and I, you know, kind of try to see, usually I'll tell them what, how to do it right or give them some suggestions, but at the end of the day, it goes down to what I was saying, the, you know, before. You, as a owner of the company, will think about how to take care of it because you own it. Mm. The people yeah. who are managing it for you or working for you, I mean, they're, I have a great team, you know, they, they do a great job, but mm -hmm. it's not... It's not the same. It's not they the won't same. be as proactive as you. Yeah, I mean, they are proactive as well, but it's just, it's not the same as you, mm. you know? Mm. This is your... Your baby, basically, and she's pregnant. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> pillow, pillow. Can we, can you make that the the <laughs> thumbnail and title, <laughs> so we can have a the most popular <laughs> podcast? <laughs> here's the, here's the <laughs> thumbnail. <laughs> we talked about how we just found out she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The title would be Just Found Out She's Eight Months Pregnant. <laughs> yeah. How did this happen? All right, guys. So I think we're going to end the podcast over there. Thank you, Marwan, for being on the podcast. Thank it you. Was I really feel like a part two is going to come soon. Yes. Yeah, we should do that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are going to leave uh, DJ Bliss's links in the description. You can go check out his uh, YouTube channel as well channels. as his uh, channels, channels. <laughs> as well as his uh, Instagram. Uh, you can check out Bliss Inc. as well. We'll leave a link for that as well. Yep. Um, if you're listening to us on uh, the podcast, please make sure you leave us a good rating. It really helps us out. That's how people discover this podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe, hit that like button, leave a comment, all the usual YouTube stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> smash like. that like button. Yeah. Smash it. Smash it. And. Uh, <laughs> All right, and uh, I think that's it. Yep, keep on hustling. And some big news is coming from these guys very soon. Yeah, this part <laughs> is going to be cut. Big news. <laughs> 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 <laughs>